Well, welcome back to Dating Funnies, I think. Who knows? Dating Stories. Maybe it's Dating Coach Time. I don't know, but it's been a very interesting and frustrating last couple of weeks for me. And as Joey would say on Friends, how you doing? Huh? How are you doing? Are you guys having much success? You guys keep running into the same shit and crap that I keep running into? It's pretty pathetic what keeps happening to me. It's probably happening to you. I watch my TikToks on a regular basis and a lot of the relationship disconnects and things like that that happen between people. It's alarming. Very nice people, very attractive people, and they're getting shit on all the time. I remember years ago, a young lady used to work for me, and she was African-American, and she was all upset because she felt that she was being treated differently because she was African-American. And I said, well, it's more likely that you're more woman than you are about the color of your skin here in our area. And so we got to talking about it, and then a week or so later, she reached out to me and wanted to talk some more about it after our, our day was over. And she said, you know, I've been giving that a lot of thought. And I looked at you and watched you, and here you are, a successful middle-aged man, a white male, and people treat you like shit all the time. And I said, yeah. It, they don't care whether you're white or black. I mean, we project out what we don't like about ourselves, and we make assumptions about things that we don't like about ourselves. We think everyone's judging it that, that way. When in reality, I think they're judging us based upon our behavior what we say and what we do. And if we say one thing and do something else, then you're not true to you and you're not true to anybody else. So with all that said, I had a guest speaker come in from Meetup. I'm going to edit her discussion. That actually lasted about an hour, so that'll be coming out probably over the weekend. And then I've got my sugar baby is willing to come in and do the confessions of a sugar baby. She's actually a friend of mine. We are not seeing each other. I'm not compensating for her time. I'm not giving her any tips. No PPMs, no allowances. I'm not doing any of that. She's just a friend. But let me share with you a couple things and see if you guys can resonate or not. I'm going to go back many years when I was dating someone. We've all been three years into our seven-year relationship. And I was leaving town because I had business to do down in Arizona. And so I, this is before texting and people were really emailing. So I put together a group of cards and I set it up to where they would be mailed every day while I was gone to let her know how I was thinking of her, how much I enjoyed being with her, how much I loved her. And she got the cards and she thanked me for them, but then when I got home, she started to question me. And her question was, well, when did you mail these cards? And I said, well, I bought them all right before I left, thinking about each day as we go forward. I want to make sure you had something you knew that I was thinking about you. And she got mad at me. Well, you weren't really thinking of me. You just did that to ease your own mind. Like, seriously? I'm trying to make your world feel special. I remember one time on Valentine's Day, I put up these little signs from her garage all the way down the curb, all going through her condo complex, down to the street with little things about Valentine's Day for her and her daughter and her son. And I got no appreciation for that either. I'm just trying to love on somebody. And I get keep getting kicked in the face when I try to do that to where I'm getting to the point in my ripe old age to say, nah, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm tired of it. And the reason why I bring it up today in this Dating Funnies podcast, because this younger lady I had met over a month ago, 
oh my gosh, I'm mad at myself for not paying attention to the red flags out of the gate. And I've always told myself, don't fool yourself from someone's smile. They can be cute, they can be charming, they can be great sexually. Never got to all that stuff. But watch what they hear what they say and watch what they do. And if it doesn't mirror, then it's a challenge. In this particular case, we were chatting one night, texting. She was at work, and I hadn't heard her back a text from her in a half hour. So I figured she was done for the night. That's fine. I took a sleeping aid pill to help me sleep because I was waking up a couple times in the middle of the night, and I fell asleep. The next day, I get a text from her. She's madder than hell at me because I ignored her. Nobody ignores her. Didn't ignore you. I fell asleep. Nobody sleeps that long. Well, you know, if and she's a typical person, generally speaking, that works eight to five. So when her day is over at work, her day is over. I work seven days a week, 15, 16 hours a day. I'm pretty proud of the fact that I make a lot of money. At the end of the day, I'm tired. At the end of the day, I still, my wheels are turning in my head when I go to bed at night of things I still need to get accomplished for the next day. And who needs me? My clients, my friends, person I'm in a relationship with, my son and his wife, the grandkids. You know, I've got people calling on me all the time and I'm trying to sort through and go through each day because I have my fingers in a lot of different business situations. And I always want to make sure that the people in my life come first and foremost before clients. It's very important to me. Just like when I see my grandkids. If you want to see me on that same day, the answer is going to be no. I have my grandkids that day, and I'm not doing business on that day. One day a week, I'm going to spend eight hours with my grandkids. But here I'm getting slammed for that out of the gate, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. And then she says, well, you just take care. I can't trust you. Really. That's when I should have had that little voice go off in my head and say, run, Forrest, run, which is what I should have done. Instead, I kept trying to nurture this toxic person, comes to find out. Toxing it so much that through our text conversations, all of a sudden I'm getting snapshots of her communications with her ex-boyfriend. And I'm like, why am I getting this? I just want you to know. Know what? I don't need to know what your communication is between you and her ex. That's between you two. I, I'm not here to get in the middle of that. I have a drama-free life. I'm not looking to get into your drama-filled life. And now you're trying to make me part of it. No, and I'm not interested in a rebound relationship. To me, it sounds like you guys have unresolved issues. Go get them resolved. Can we not all agree here, all you listeners and myself, that toxic people coming into your life trying to draw you into their drama is not a good foundation in which to, to start a friendship, let alone a relationship? Are you kidding me? That's absolutely nuts to think that you could pull somebody in off the street and try to have them be in the middle of your, your stupid drama. Go fix your problem. When you get it fixed, then poke your head out of the ground and say, oh, maybe it's time for me to date. Just I'm just flabbergasted. But stupid me. Oh, you know, oh, she stops doing that. So, okay, I'll live with this. But then it became issues with her work. Then it became issues with the place that she lived. Every time we turn around, it's another issue. And then whenever she asks me for advice, I give her advice. And I get slammed for it. And she's the same lady that came over to my house one day. And, and she dressed really nice. And I told her, I said, wow, you look great. And her response was, I know. Really? When someone holds open a door for me, tells me I look nice, you know what I say to them? 
like everybody should say, thank you, not I know. How rude, how condescending is that? Yeah, I should have had that little thing going off in my head again, run, forest, run. But no, you know, I'm st- in my old age, I'm still as stupid as can be, and yet we hadn't kissed, we haven't had sex, so that wasn't drawing me in. What what the heck is drawing me in? I could care less about the age thing. I'm trying to look for a nice person, as I hope every one of you are. Someone that's going to treat you nice, be respectful, and comes to the table at the same energy level that you come to the table with. The, the monetary stuff's irrelevant. Come to the table with intention. And if you're not interested in long-term dating, have communication. Be transparent. Be honest. That's what we owe each and every one of us. Oh my gosh, this ghosting crap that's going on and all those things. So here I am, I'm on my trip recently down to Arizona trying to take care of business. And she makes a comment that I wish I could uh, would have gone with you. And I said, yeah, that would have been great to have you down here poolside with me. And, uh, and then she says, she misses me, great, I miss you too. We went through all that. And I, of course, when I left, I sent her a couple of cards. One that was just really simple that just says, hey, I think we're good together. And then another one said, hey, every time I think of you, I it puts a smile on my face. And then I thought, I'm going to step it up a little bit because everyone seems to do text messaging all the time or emails. So I thought it'd be kind of cute to send her a bouquet of flowers, deliver it to her home, and the, the bowl just had a big smiley face on it. And, and what I put in the note was, every time I think of you, I smile. And when you smile, your eyes sparkle. You're a very beautiful woman. That was it. Yeah, it made her day. And she's excited that I was coming home. Told me, hey, you're coming home. When you coming home? I tell her, great. But then when we get together after I get home, after she's telling me how much she misses me, can't wait to see me, then she hits me with, well, I need space. Well, yeah, I get that. I need space because you're either still working with your ex-boyfriend or you found somebody new. Either one of those are okay. Just say so. I found somebody else I'm more interested in. Okay, I can live with that. But being deceitful, I need space? What the hell is that? I mean, we're adults here, yet we're still playing games that we played in high school. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Why are we doing this to each other? So dating funnies? Yeah, the only thing funny in this situation is my stupidity, quite frankly. When will I learn? I've decided since that I need space thing. I haven't contacted her. I have no intentions of contacting her. She wants to get back with me. She's going to come to the table with something more than all the the toxicity I've had to deal with with her living situation, her work, and her ex-boyfriend just isn't going to fly for me. I bring a lot to the table. A lot to the table, both emotionally, mentally, physically, and financially. I don't have any skeletons in my closet. And I had to chuckle when we first started chatting. She wanted to know if I was emotionally available. Well, come to find out, she was the one that was not emotionally available. Projection. That's that's an interesting thing where we project on others what we don't like about ourselves. She says, well, I don't think you're loyal. Really, I'm the most loyal person you'll ever meet. To a fault. I'll put up with more crap than anybody to be loyal. Ah, there's that projection again. Wants to make sure I'm going to be loyal because they're not going to be loyal. So, I'm not going to harbor on this too much more because after we started taking our space time out, for the first time ever, ever, you know, I put on a Tinder account. I thought, what the heck, I haven't done that in like ages. And I made a Tinder account and just thought for cheap entertainment, I'll swipe left, swipe right, blah, blah, blah. 
And I swipe right on this one gal that happened to be 30, and she swiped right too. We get to chatting and come to find out she's got a fantasy with having a sescapade with an older man. Okay, so we actually met up, and we actually had sex. What I chuckle is that I thought we had great sex. It lasted for about an hour and 20 minutes, on and off, on and off, on and off. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I kind of ran out of steam, if you get my drift. And she's like, really? You're tired already? And I'm thinking to myself, holy cow, lady. We've been going at it <laughs> for an hour and 20 minutes. What? How much more do I need to go? And, of course, she was disappointed and sent me on my way. And, of course, I get home half hour later. I'm ready to go again, which I knew I would be because that's how I am. I mean... I'll be very intimate, sexual at night with somebody. Wake up in the middle of the night, want to do it again. Wake up in the morning, want to do it again. But I was just so fascinated. And we haven't touched base since then. It's like a one-night deal, which is fine with me, which is what she just wanted to have something to cross off her bucket list. So that's, she got to cross it off her bucket list. Good for her. But she is transparent about it. She is honest about it. She empowered me to make the decision that, I okay, I can live with that. Let's do that. That's fine. Because I, I hadn't gotten anything with the previous person. I've been kind of whining and dining for a month. I haven't been intimate with anyone before the, 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 the pandemic. I hadn't been intimate with anyone for three years before that. So to me, it's like, wow, you know, I'm ready to go. I want to get close to someone. I want to touch somebody physically, mentally, emotionally. But for that night, I was willing to just live with physically. And it was fun. It was interesting. You know, lately, I will share with you, I've been watching my TikToks, and I just had to chuckle. I'm kind of, my sign is a Sagittarian, and I'm, I don't really follow the horoscopes, but I kind of read them from time to time, or read tarot cards from time to time that shows up on my email. And I'm always amazed uh, how much it resonates with me. And yet, I get it, and a lot of this stuff resonates with a lot of people. But it's... I find it interesting that certain things hit me at certain times that I would think, wow, how could they possibly know that this is what's going on in my life because it's reflective of what's going on in my life. So I'm on my TikTok, and all of a sudden I see this tarot card reader, and they read the tarot cards, and all of a sudden they're just, after they shuffle the deck, shuffle the deck, shuffle the deck, they do their card thing, and they lay down the cards and start laying my life out in front of me in front of TikTok. I said, well, that's... That's interesting. So then I'll scroll and look at a few other things that are on there. And all of a sudden, there's a, there's a different TikTok person with their tarot cards. And they go and shuffle, 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 shuffle. And they got a different set of cards. And they peel them out. And it's almost like what the first person said. And I'm sure they don't know each other. This is like random stuff. So I put it away. And later that night, I do it again. And now there's a different tarot card reader and they do their thing with their deck and shuffle 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 and shuffle 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 and they pull out the cards and oh my gosh it's it's almost like the same message <laughs> and so I kind of believe in the universe a little bit I kind of believe in the law of attraction and putting your vibration out there you know I'm not convinced that tarot cards are this magic wand but I just find it interesting that the law of attraction is putting these tarot card readings in front of me and it's making me pause and think about me and about people I'm attracting and the vibration I put it out there and what the messages are. I just, I just find it, uh, I find it fascinating. Does anyone else pay attention to tarot card readings or horoscopes? You know, I'm not running my life by it, 
but I just, I just I'm just amazed how certain things keep popping up. There's things about me, about relationships, current circumstances. So I'd love to hear your stories and your situations. And if you've leaned on the universe or the law of attraction or the secret or, you know, I believe in the secret that says, you know, put it out to the universe and it'll come to you. But it also says you got to follow your nudges. So you need to take some form of action so the universe can respond to that action. You're not going to just sit home and it's going to show up at your front door, which I think a lot of people do. I mean, I'm, I'm now today I've decided to take down my dating sites because none of them are working. And this 30-year-old lady that I met on Tinder, her question is like everybody's question. How come you're not dating someone? How come you're not in a relationship with somebody? I don't know. You tell me. Let's sit and chat for a while and get to know one. And they're like, wow, you're, you're a catch. Can't believe that you're out here by yourself and no one's paying attention to you. Yeah, I can't believe it either. You know, I'm, you know, this lady that I met over a month ago, she got a small dog. One of the things she wanted to do is see how her dog would respond to me. Her dog responded to me like I was their long lost buddy. We got to be buddies. We'd hang out a couple of times and the dog loved my company and I joined their dog. I like dogs. I like cats. I don't own either. So, you know, I, I don't get it and I chuckle every time somebody says that. In fact, on one of my other sites, I decided, as I shared before, to go on one of those younger women, older men sites, the sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship thing. And I actually met a couple of those women. They're in their 20s. And, you know, it may be in the back of my head, I was thinking I'm trying to fill a void. But at the same time, I don't want to use people. And I get it. They want money and I want intimacy, but at the same time, I don't, I don't want to use people. And and I'm now in this stage where I'm like, okay, let's say we agree to do this relationship. It's a short-term deal, and I'm tired of short-term deals. I'm trying to meet someone, date them, and can relax into myself and enjoy them and what they bring to the table, enjoy their family, enjoy my family, have fun. Dating is supposed to be fun. To be dropped in, in a pile of shit of toxicity is not fun. Out of the gate, it's not fun. We're supposed to, now we're opening up, we're go play golf, go ski, go sailing, go wine tasting, go do stuff. Have fun together, get to know one another. And bend and mold to where you are uh, an asset to them. You add to their life and they add to your life. I mean, I've got this favorite saying that I always say is, one, I always want a safe place to land, meaning I get to talk to my partner about anything and everything without the fear of repercussion. And they have the same right with me, that we actually get to talk, have an open line of communication. And then I want to find someone that's going to compliment me. And I, I want them to make me better than I am now with them in my with them in my life, and I want to do the same thing for them. I don't want to take away from them. I want to add to their life. I want them to add to my life, not bend and mold me down to their level. And I, I'm not going to do that either. So those are kind of part of the reason why I haven't podcasted in the last week or so. Because between that, and my challenges down in Arizona, and then I come home and my air conditioner quit working, and those challenges, and then my sprinkler system quit working, and those challenges, and then it was hotter than hell here in Seattle. Got 
I can't ever remember being 112 degrees here. Oh my gosh, how miserable that was. And then, of course, I'm trying to take care of business too when I get back. Because even when I'm gone out of town, I still have my computer and I'm still taking care of business. And then I end up meeting friends who want me to come over for dinner and hang out with them. And that's one thing I think too, how many friends do you have or that you can count on? I mean, there's many times I get so focused on work, I think I don't have any friends. But I visited with four friends in Arizona and then this lady I met a month ago, I said, oh yeah, I got a friend in Sun Valley like, like me to come down. I think that'd be a great trip for us. And she's like, well, what about my dog? I said, well, take your dog with, with us. That'll be fine. And I got a friend in California who wants us to do this. What about my dog? hey, let's bring your dog. Well, okay, I mean, if that dog's important to you, then it's going to be important to me because I wanted to be with you. Then I got some other people here locally that want me to attend things. I sent her a list and say, here are the, here are the, the dates of things that are happening, and it'd be great if you could attend those with me. And, of course, she, before this pause that she wanted to take, the space, she's like, great, I'm going to see what I can do to go with you on all those because I'd like to go there she goes, wow, it's amazing how many friends you have. And I guess now looking back, yeah, I have a lot of friends. They all want what's best for me. And they're, you know, I thought someone would be really upset that I was dating someone way younger than me. And they're like, hey, if they compliment you, they come to the table with the same energy you do. Good for you. Who cares about the age thing? So I finally got in my head, like, you know, I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it if they can meet me reasonably close to the same level. They don't, they don't have to match me. You know, I'm not asking anyone to match me financially, but it, they just got to match me with the desire to want to date and have fun. Come to the table with no drama because I don't have any and we'll have a great time together. Let me introduce you to different things. You introduce me to different things and let's go have fun. I'm ready for fun. I mean, I don't know how much longer I've got to be here. Maybe I got 10 years, maybe 15, 20, but I certainly want to be hanging around with someone that's going to beat me up every day. You know, I'm learning a whole lot more, more than I ever thought I needed to learn about narcissistic behavior. It's, it's you know, we have to be careful when we're out there dating, more so than the challenges we run into already. I mean, at my age, in my 60s, you know, I, I don't want to, date someone that's got they're raising their grandkids or they're taking care of their parents good for them if they're doing that but i'm by myself i'm free to roam about the country in fact i'm free to roam about any country now that we're starting to open up and i don't want to be babysitting kids or teenagers at this age i had somebody the other day who said well, are you okay with having more kids <laughs> i looked at them and said are you kidding me i'm in my 60s why would i want to have more kids I don't. It's not being selfish. I've raised my family. My grandkids are exhausting. They're fun to be with, but at the end of the day, I'm ready for a nap. Go, 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 go. And they ask a million questions. Good for them. It's fun. But I'm not going to raise another family. I did uh, take, uh, somebody gave me the suggestion about the rules of finding Mr. Right. So I bought that book, and hopefully I'll have it in the next day or two. I'm going to start reading about that. That might be a good book. Uh, for you as women to read, maybe it'll give you some different insights and thoughts about how to go about you know, seeking out the person you seek. I'm a firm believer that you fish where the fish are. So if we want to meet a woman, then we go to places where women hang out. And if women want to meet a man, they hang out where men hang out, to a certain degree on both of those. But we're certainly not going to meet anyone sitting home. And I, 
everybody complains about online dating, so I don't know why we keep spending our money on all that because that, for the most part, isn't all that productive. I know there's success stories out there. I've heard about them. I know of them. But by and large, there aren't that many success stories. So I'll end this by saying what I said earlier in this podcast. Joey would always say on Friends, how you doing? Well, I don't know how I'm doing. As you can tell, I'm very frustrated and I can't believe how stupid I feel for trying to extend myself the courtesy of trying to show someone, even though they're fairly new in my life, that they matter. Even if we don't date, they matter. Try to make them smile. Let them know that someone is interested in them. We all want to be wanted, desired, cared for, appreciated. Even if the relationship doesn't last. But everyone owes that to each other. And we need to work better at that. And if we run into somebody that can't understand that, then run, forest, run. I hope you guys are having a great week. I have this podcast and then I'll have the others coming on. Uh, a couple more guest speakers next week. We'll try to talk about relationship ideas and relationship funny stories. I think one of the stories that we're talk about is how can pizza toppings determine what kind of lover you're going to be or what kind of relationship person you're going to be. I'm going to read up on that too because I find that kind of fascinating. Better watch what I put on my pizzas. Have a great week. Again, thanks for listening. If you're a new listener, the podcast are all there. Feel free to listen to any and every one of them. Share it with your friends. I love the attention, obviously. I can't believe so many people listen to what I have to say. Hopefully, it'll put a smile on your face. Maybe there's times where you just laugh. This podcast might make you cringe a little because maybe it's happening to you. I have been watching on Netflix, Sex Life. That interesting dynamic about people and how they think they're not getting everything they can out of life. And many parts of it I just couldn't watch only because I've lived through some of that pain in the past. And so it's very difficult for me to watch. But there's some hard lessons in there, I believe, from a woman's perspective and a man's perspective on so many different levels that I think it's a great little miniseries. If you get a chance, it's on Netflix called Sex Life. You should watch it. I'd love to get your input and suggestions and ideas, if you have any, here for my podcast. And if you want to be a guest speaker, I'm always asking, feel free to raise your hand. We don't have to disclose who you are. Uh, we could just say you're a guest speaker and have you on. Uh, we'll talk about things that have happened to you, things that you hope don't happen to other people. I'm at Dating Funnies, D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Until next time, have fun dating and good luck and finding with whomever you're trying to find. Bye for now.